Right, let's oh, see what yes, we are going live. Oh, we're live. Okay, Button so this works. worked. Wow. Thank you, Facebook. Well done, Facebook. <laughs> we're so proud we've, of you. We, we've been complaining for just a few minutes about Facebook and, and the changes it is currently undergoing and how I personally don't like stories so much. And I much rather, you know, my timeline, do not touch my timeline, leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that new timeline was redesigned and everyone went nuts, didn't they? Oh, gosh, yes. Me included. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So today, Sammy D, we are talking about chronic pain and illness <laughs> and compassion. <laughs> For the dog that's barking. Okay, compassion for ourselves. Um, and obviously, loving yourself, if you've been following our Nourish to Flourish timeline at all during the month of April, you'll have seen that every day has been about love yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I know with having been diagnosed with celiac after 10 years of suffering horridly from celiac and SIBO and IBS. I was not overly compassionate to myself and much less to my gut um, or my colon or even my anus, excuse the language. Um, and what was fact, the turning point for you? Well, going gluten-free started to help me. I started feeling oh, a little okay. bit better in terms of the irritability because one of the problems with celiac is that not only is your gut inflamed and irritated, mm. so is your anger and your personality and your explosiveness. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And if my gut is not okay, my humanity and ability to relate to others is not okay. Well, I mean, it just, it, it, it takes away your ability or um, aptitude to want to connect to anyone. Yeah. You know? And all you really want to do is just go hide in a hole. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, um, I... Um, went through it with back pain where I was just so overweight, you know, it was really, really affecting my joints and uh -huh. uh, it just makes you want to hide away. Yeah. And I wasn't yeah. pleasant to be around. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, definitely. And, and that was definitely something that I struggled with. And even after I went gluten free and the irritability levels started to drop, I still suffered for years from bloating because it wasn't just celiac that was the yeah. problem. Right. I'd had so many antibiotics and so many medications during the 10 years before they discovered it was celiac <laughs> that my, my intestine, you know, my stomach didn't have enough hydro, you know, the, uh, enough acid. Right. Right. Okay which meant that food didn't get digested by the time it got to the small intestine. It wasn't digested enough. And it would ferment in my small intestine and make me really gassy and bloated. 
Holy cow. <laughs> and I ended up with SIBO, which is small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Ouch. And that, of course, then results in explosive bowel yes. movements and diarrhea. Yeah. Because all your body is trying to do is let's just get rid of this. Yeah. Yeah. And so literally, you know, uh, I, I remember at one time I was literally using baby cream on my butt as if I had diaper rash to quell the pain. Okay. Well, you know, that's a form of self-kindness, isn't it? <laughs> but, and I, I mean, this is kind of graphic, but it's a resort to ice buckets. Almost. But in 2017, unfortunately, years later, I watched this Stephen Levine video about end of life and compassion and mercy. And he was talking about people who are chronically ill and they're at hospice care yeah and they're mad at themselves and mad at the world and they're angry at whatever that illness and disease is or they're angry at their heart or they're angry at their liver or whatever yeah. that part of them is that's killing them mm -hmm. and how when they changed to mercy and grace and blessing of that organ and that pain. They just let go. Their entire personality changed. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I was watching, I watched his video as part of an online course at Unity, which was um, healing and wholeness. Right. And so I started blessing my gut and my stomach and my colon, every time I got bloated, every time I felt horrid, instead of cursing it, I started saying, okay. Yeah. You know but why? That awareness. That... Yes. Oh. That's exactly what I was just going to say. The minute you acknowledge what's happening and uh, just <laughs> use a pun, but let that shit go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, it's such a powerful thing because let's take the example. You wake up with a headache, right? Yeah. Wake up and think, oh, I've got a headache. It's nowhere near in comparison to, you know, any yeah. serious health issues. But then you get up and, oh, I've got this today. Oh, and I've got a headache. I've got to do that with a headache. Oh, you know, and then you get, you know, you're running for the bus and that makes your headache worse. And you skew over this headache until, you know, three, four hours into your day, the headache is absolutely unbearable. Because oh, that's yes. all you're thinking about. And it's all you're considering about your day. Yeah. You know, and by the time you get home, you just want a dark room and a, oh. a, a washcloth. And, yeah. and, you know, I think... A lot of people turn to sort of pain medication. I mean, oh, absolutely. I mean, you 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 just want it to go away. Yeah. With yeah. no consciousness of you know, what am I doing to my body? And with something like that, you can't, you know, you can't function if all you're concentrating on is how much your head hurts. I mean, yeah. what I've started doing in the past couple of years 
you know, it's very rare I get headaches, but I'll meditate and I'll notice them. And I'll also notice during the meditation, everything else that's great. Yes. You know, yeah, okay, I've got a headache. Forget that. You know, my legs feel good. You know, <laughs> my boobs are not looking good today. You know, anything to just take your mind off, you know, something which probably isn't as bad as your brain will tell you it is. So, I mean, that, I mean, it doesn't deal with chronic pain, but certainly Mm -hmm. with chronic pain, noticing the pain, but then also acknowledging it, saying it's okay, and then moving on to everything else that, is okay. Yeah. Um, a mountain of difference, huge difference. And, and I, I mean, the, the feeling I got when I started doing this was noticing, and I, you know, I would literally put my hand on my gut and say, okay, which food that I chose to eat is causing <laughs> you this discomfort? Yeah, I do that sometimes. <laughs> and I would automatically get, well, it's this. Not because I know it, but because yeah. you sense it. Because it's not, it's not, well, I know that such and such a food is bad. No, 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 no. Because I was gluten-free. This was not gluten. This was what else is triggering me. Right. Yeah. And, and it must have been really painful while you were going through all that too. Well, yeah. And, and there's, there's that, that one the pain and it's not that i'm a hundred percent absolutely no more chronic illness no more celiac no um it's still living in that mindfulness and that awareness each and every day yes um and it's every day saying to my gut how can i be kind to you today yeah yeah, you know, you're acknowledging that you're living with this condition. It's yeah. like living with a pet. Yeah. You know, uh, how can I make you happy today? Yeah, <laughs> and, you know? and 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 when you reach that place of you're no longer cursing yourself or cursing yeah. a part of your body, I mean, it, imagine if you know you have a friend that was in pain, and instead of saying I'm so sorry you're in pain, you say Oh, you are so bad. I cannot believe you're in pain again. Yeah. Or you're getting worse and worse every time I see you. (laughs) Who would say that to somebody else? So why are we saying that to ourselves? Yeah, yeah, we do. And, um, you know, I mean, thankfully, touch wood, I haven't had any. uh, I slipped a disc in 2012 and I was getting around on a computer chair with wheels Right. For three weeks pulling myself around the house. Yes. And all I wanted to do was get knocked out. I was on seven different medications. Yeah. The doctor came to visit me and I said, just knock me out for a week. I don't want to cope with this. <laughs> I went from that to, you know, I've, uh, I mean, nowadays, sort of, you know, seven years on, my back will fire a warning shot over the bow and say, right. hey, girl. You're not looking after me. You're not paying me any attention. And boy, do I after that. You know, yeah. and I say, oh, I'm really sorry. I need to, yes, I need to, yeah. you know, move more. Um, 
and take care of you. And I have never had any back pain, you know, really to speak of since. And it's about yeah. knowing what what you're living with in terms of, you know, uh, pain and conditions and trying to make the best of it, best of it. You know, and, so and, and, you know, I mean, what, one of the things that I said to a friend going through this whole process is, well, I have the pain, but suffering is optional. Yes. Who said that? I don't that even know true. where I got that from. But I've seen that quote somewhere and I'm like, yeah. wow, where did that come from? But, you it's know, it's, it's like, you know, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that quote is just nails it yeah and and so when you start feeling that compassion for your body whether it be that you have arthritis maybe you've got arthritis in your fingers or or you've got um fibro, fibromyalgia or what yeah whatever maybe it's just yeah. a pain in your your knees because you fell over or you yeah. had an accident but what if instead of berating that part of your body, you started blessing it and you started speaking it to it with love? Yeah. I mean, we already know that you talk to plants to help them grow. I do every day. Okay. Exactly. We talk to children to help them grow. Yeah. So why don't we do it for ourselves? Our cells, which for the most part replace themselves every 30 to 90 days. Yeah. We sit here speaking horridly to. Yeah. And then we expect them to replace themselves with healthy, good cells. But not only that, when we're, when we're speaking negatively about a pain or a condition that we've been living with a long time, you know, we're not acknowledging it and we're not doing anything about it except complaining with it. Yes. You know, and um, I would far rather say, okay, what, what would help if I woke up with a backache, I would kind of sit quiet and think, how can I help? Right. And it's either a nice pack down the back of my knickers or it's a walk around the garden. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know? But I'm paying attention to it and not ignoring it and going through my day. And pushing oh, God, through it. Me. How, how often do we push through that pain rather than just saying, I mean, like, you get a cold. Yeah. Now, there's two ways of dealing with the initial symptoms of a cold. I'll just take something that muffles the symptoms so I can keep going doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Or I listen to my body and say, oh, wait a minute. If I rest today, the cold doesn't turn into the full-blown cold and flu. Yeah. And I don't lose three days of feeling miserable and not getting stuff done anyway. Because I don't know about you, but I take cold and flu medicine. And yes, the symptoms are muffled. But yeah. so is my head and my brain. And I still don't get things done like I should. Yeah. I mean... I'm kind of lucky because I don't get them too often. Yeah. Um, but I find, you know, I always try and, uh, you know, get through it rather than I do anything but reach for medication. Right. 
And, and yeah. one of the things that, you know, for, um, I think it's Paula Ralph says, you know, she's like, what if you took that and you looked at it as a software upgrade of your immune system? Because if right. it was a software upgrade and you're running a software upgrade on your computer, the first thing it says, would, would you please close all active windows? Yeah. And like any good person that's got that message on your desk, you go and you close all the other windows that are active while and you let it run its course. Exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah. if this is a software upgrade of my immune system, I close all windows, all those activities of what I've got going on. I shut them down and I lay down on my bed and I allow this upgrade to happen. Yeah. And in yeah. less than 24 hours, it's, done yeah. it's run its course and i'm back on my feet again i mean it's probably the best thing to do i mean people must yes. know that when we're suffering with something our body is preoccupied with you know working through that so yeah. you know i've heard of people go to the gym while they have a full-on cold and then wonder why they pass out and get an ambulance called, you know? Yeah. Like, well, because your body's busy. Stop, you know, leave it alone for a while. Yeah. And um, I think we're kind of told as kids, or certainly my generation, to, yeah. you know, oh, stop complaining, just push through it, it'll be fine. And But, but that's not what we're supposed to do. You know, yeah. that's not what the body needs. And when we start loving ourselves enough to listen. Yeah and caring for ourselves enough to say, well, wait a minute, you know, if there's pain, there's some information that I need to acknowledge in this. What is Absolutely. that information? Yeah. And, you know, it's there to tell you something. And yes. it's quite frightening how we get conditioned to reach for the medicine cabinet. Oh, yes. And I don't have any medicines anymore, so I've got no. nothing to reach for. The only thing you will find in my house is in the fridge, there is a bottle of child's Tylenol, just in case. Right. And some ginger. ginger. Well, there's ginger and lemon and honey everywhere. I mean, it's my, my daughter's teacher, you know, Isabella's five. And my her teacher says to me one day, every day you send her to school with this tiny little container of honey. And I'm like... That's just a yeah. tablespoon of honey. And Isabella literally sits down at, you know, morning tea time and she sits there and she'll eat her sandwich or her cookies or banana. And she'll sit there and she'll eat her honey. And the teacher's like, what's with the honey? And I was like, well, you wow. have 23 kids in the classroom. <laughs> this is about giving her immune system a little pick me well, up yeah. at morning. That stuff is jam packed with nutrients. <clears throat> I mean, I can't even and believe so, you asked that question. And the teacher was like, I cannot, I don't understand how you got her just to do that. And I was like, well, she knows it's good for you. She knows that this is what keeps you healthy and yeah. it tastes good. It does. And she, if I forget to put that honey in her lunchbox now, I hear all about it. You oh, didn't dear. put my honey in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I mean, the other thing is that, you know, there's a, a, a lot of times, I mean, she'll go with orange or she'll go with fruit, but 
most days she has slices of tomato or um, cucumber sticks in her lunchbox. And the teacher was like, how do you get her to do that? And I was like, well, for starters, she doesn't get a choice. But <laughs> secondly, she knows I've taught what her the food to, is. to enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. she, when we go to the supermarket, she picks the tomatoes and she picks the cucumbers. And so, you know, that she knows, isn't it? Those, those are her tomatoes and those are her cucumbers for her yeah. school, you know? That's so great. I mean, it's like today I kind of, I had a massive great big bowl of mandarin orange. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And they were in the fridge right next to, you know, a cheesecake and yeah. something else. And I chose them and, you know, I just wanted that freshness and that clean taste. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a complete joy when you, if you step out of your comfort zone and just say, yeah, you know, I'm going to have some mandarin oranges. Yeah. And, oh, and I mean, like, oh, Isabella, Isabella brought home a, a lovely big navel orange from her grandmother's house. And she was like, it's too big. And I was like, well, that's okay. You can have it for two school lunches instead of one. And so I literally, you know, peeled it for her. And then half of it I put into yesterday's lunch and the other half in today's lunch. But and I mean, she, oh, go on. She's just been with the whole thing of, yes, that's my orange and orange. <laughs> but I mean, all this education goes towards her having this knowledge to be able to treat herself yes. in later years if she's in pain or gets a cold. She'll yeah. be able, she'll have that knowledge to say, to know what she needs. Yeah. And I mean, like um, today, yeah. today she said to me, I don't want to go to grandma's house after school. I want to come home and sleep. And I was like, well, if when you finish school, if you still feel like that, you just tell the driver to bring you home and he'll bring you home instead of taking you to grandma's house. That's yeah. fine. Um, and so in the end, she went to grandma's house because she changed her mind. But I was very much of, OK, if you are tired and you need to come home and sleep some more. Yeah come home yeah you know you don't have to go to your grandmother's <laughs> uh, yeah. she really wants to at the moment because they have two new puppies so oh um, gosh yeah i want to go to grandma's <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah every time somebody mentions puppies i fly off onto a website selling puppies and i'm like yeah i want that i'm gonna get oh no i will like that one you know, for three hours, I will lose myself in <laughs> petsforhomes.com. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But, but she knows. She sounds like she's very aware of what she needs. So that yeah. will, you know, translate over. You've taught her well because, yeah. you know, and if she's in school. Yourself. Listen yeah. to what your body needs, exactly. you know. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, and. She's amazing. That, that learning, little. that learning to not just push through. Yeah. Um, and, and I would say the same for, you know, any chronic illness and pain. Um, we're, we're, we think about, you know, if I give into this, it's weakness. So I'm just going to push through it. And what will people think of me if I don't show up to work today because I'm sick again? Yeah. yeah. Um, but and at the same what? time. I mean, I always think that, I mean, certainly in the workplace, 
if you left tomorrow, they would have you replaced by the end of the week. So, yeah. you know, I don't ever worry about that. <laughs> right. And, and, and I've come to realize that if, <coughs> if I'm really sick, the best thing I'm going to do is take care of myself first. Absolutely. Because you can't, you can't, I mean, yes, you can push through it and you can sit at your desk, but are you really getting the work done? No, probably not. I mean, at least for me, I could, when I'm totally focused and I've got total clarity of mind, I can do in one to two hours what on a bad day will take me eight hours. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm just going to push through the illness, I'm really only going to get one to two hours work done. Let's be realistic. And, you know, the satisfaction you get from that work is not going to be oh, no. as it should be. No. Because you've forced yourself through it. You think, oh, that will do. And... You know, it's just not the right kind of feeling. I mean, when I'm finished no. work, usually it's, yes, I've done exactly. that. And look how much I got done. Yeah. And it's a nice feeling. Yeah. And I think when you're in pain and you're trying to push through it rather than really listen to what your body needs. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to get that satisfaction. So why do it? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago and they said that they'd woken up with a crook in their neck and they weren't, you know, it was just, Aww. just out of sorts. And I was like, okay, well, I want you to focus for a moment on that pain. And what message does it have for you? And she's like, oh, <laughs> I've only been walking as exercise. I haven't been stretching and being done enough other movement yeah. And I was like, okay, so thank your body for that message. Yeah. Thanks for and, letting me know. And, and it was really funny. She calls me about 10 minutes later and she's like, well, the pain's not completely gone, but wow, it's gone down. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because you got the message. Your body knows that it is going to receive what it needs from you. Pain is about acknowledging information. So, yeah. you know, if if you've got a bloated stomach and you're feeling really uncomfortable, which is, you know, something I typically would go through, the information to me is that you need something you ate is yeah. causing gassiness and fermentation and inflammation. Yeah. You need to check what you're eating and that one thing, whatever it is, that needs to get removed from the diet. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's um, true. I mean, there's I, some foods that I absolutely adore, uh, but my body does not want to be able to hear them. Absolutely. And I mean, like, I had the other day on my finger, and this was my first tell of gluten um, cross-contamination, my finger got really, really itchy. And it's always the same finger in the same place that, that just, it, it's like um, hives, I guess, you know, but yeah. it's that little bubble of, oh my gosh, that's excruciatingly itchy. Ah. And I knew I was like, I got glutened. And about two hours later, 
the back of my neck, just the bottom of the hairline started to really itch. And I was like, oh, I'm all sweaty. And I was like, no, you're not. You got gluten. <laughs> um, and it was just like, okay, this is, I know what this is. It's yeah. just my body letting me know. And yeah. sure enough, later on, I was feeling really irritable and short-tempered. And I was like, this is not you. This is not the other person. This is not the situation. This is yeah. just the gluten speaking. So let it go and don't yeah. react. I this mean, I had a similar thing. condition a couple of years ago mm -hmm. uh, where I was eating a lot of pre-processed -pro crap, basically. Yes. Yeah. And I got exactly the same thing on my fingers. Oh, boy. You know, and I went to the doctors and the doctor said, stop eating crap. Exactly. You know? <laughs> really so cream. Stop eating crap. So, you know, I'm like, okay, fair enough. Um, and sure enough, you know, I haven't had a recurrence since. Yeah. And, and you know, it's sometimes it's a pain because you really don't want to know that information. I really didn't yeah. want to know. Well, the doctors say, no, no, it wasn't the pizza you had yesterday. <laughs> no, 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 of course. It's not that you're lactose intolerant and you can't have that cheese anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> no. But, you know, we when we truly love ourselves. Yeah. We listen. We listen and we make choices. You know, uh, one of the things in energetics we talk about is total choice. Mm -hmm. You have a smorgasbord of food available to you. You may yeah. choose anything. Mm -hmm. Now I choose not to eat the gluten. Yeah. It's not that I can't. It's that I choose not to. And the yeah. reason that I don't tell myself that I can't is because I can. There is nothing stopping me from grabbing that piece of bread or that pizza or that beer and sticking it in my mouth. I can do that. I do not like one the bit <laughs> the results and the response of my body to doing that. I'm the same with alcohol. You know, I mean, I'm not, I don't. I drink socially and I'm not very social. So that should tell you a lot, but yeah, you know, I mostly choose not to drink because I can't take the consequences. Yeah. I'm too old for hangovers. I, I love waking up at five 30 in the morning with a clear head. Yes. And you cannot convince me that three glasses of wine or four glasses of wine oh. is worth giving up the clear head in the morning. Yeah. So, no, thank you. I'm not interested. I mean, you have to choose, really, what you would yeah. rather do. And, um, you know, I mean, that's probably a poor example because, you know, I mean, social drinking, yeah. everyone, everyone does it. It's nice, pleasant. As long as you yes. do it responsibly, but you know you still have that choice to make, yeah, and you still and have that uh, choice of compassion to make. Yeah, and it's you know I mean especially if you've got young kids, and you're going to be berating the kids in the morning because they woke you up early and you're hungover, be kind to yourself and the kids. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean. You put yourself in the situation and then you're angry at who? Everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so for me, with chronic pain and illness, 
it's not that I'm saying, oh, here's a magic pill and it will all go away. I'm just saying, be kind to yourself. And kindness means making great choices. Yeah. Really empowered choices. Standing up for yourself and saying, no, these are my boundaries. And I am putting these boundaries in place because I love myself. Absolutely. And the minute we start doing that, we have so much more control. Yeah. We feel so much more empowered. Yes. And um, it's a great, great feeling. I encourage everyone to try, you know, next time you get a headache, don't reach for the tablets. Just sit with it. Yeah. And, and see if there's information there that you need to listen to. I mean, it could be something about the way you're living at the moment. It might be a message of slow down. It might be a message of you always get a headache when you spend time with such and such a person. Have you noticed? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, you know, there's, there's so much information in there, but interesting journey actually i think just take the time to say it to ourselves okay what i love you when you're saying i love you to yourself enough to listen enough to say no i'm going to take care of my body and myself yeah and it is it's so empowering well as always our half hour has flown by and i don't know where it went it has been I want to thank George and Sean who have been listening and commenting all the way through. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Yes. And we will be talking next week about stepping into your power. Woohoo. Yes. So have a great week guys and see you then.